and welcome to Hot Taking It, a Faking It Rewatch podcast. I'm Alex, and I use they, them pronouns. I'm Lainey, and I use she, hers, and today we are talking about season two, episode three, which is called Lust in Translation. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, all right. Can we just get out of the way that this episode is very racist? Yeah, this is, like, the worst episode of Faking It, at least, that we've seen so far. Yeah, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, this one is bad. <laughs> like, season two has more than, like, eight or ten episodes, which I think is bad, because, like, suddenly they have filler episodes. Mm. But yeah, this this episode is is bad and racist. Um, there's still, there's some good moments in there, though, so. I agree. Yes. Yeah, so let's jump in. Yes. Um... So the first scene that we have is Karma and Amy um, talking about how they have to break up again um, because there's going to be no more secrets. Um, <laughs> I think we should. We do we need sh- to be like keeping a, a tally of how many times people say this. I was I, I was about to say that we need to keep like a no more secrets. This is our fresh start count because this is like <laughs> time number two, I think. Yeah. Um, so they discuss that they need to break up. Um, and during this conversation, um, Karma is talking to Amy, and Karma sees Liam across the courtyard and st- stares at him for a full 12 seconds, unbroken, and Amy doesn't notice. <laughs> Amy doesn't register the presence of men. <laughs> uh, um, well, because Karma's still hung up on Liam. Um, yeah. Which, you know, she never isn't, uh yeah, it's true through the whole show. So Amy is like, doesn't know how to deal with this breakup situation. Then Principal Penelope comes up to them and they're like, okay, here's our chance to break the news. They tell her that they're breaking up and she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, I have something to tell you about. And so they're kind of like, Karma at least is like a little bit disappointed. She's like, what the hell? Like, I thought mm-hmm. we were super invested in us as a couple. I thought that was funny. Um, (laughs) And she also goes, um, I've seen enough lesbian breakups to know how brutal they can be. I'm like, is she a lesbian? Right. Or is it because she went to Berkeley? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently Um, there's no other lesbian couples at Hester. Yeah, I do think this is the, it's funny that this is the second time they drop that, like, lesbian breakups can be really messy. And again, still true, so. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, she's like, oh, Karma, I need your help because I know that you speak Portuguese and um, there's been, like, a, an incident with, like, a school in Brazil that they their school disappeared into a sinkhole and so they're going to be, like, our exchange students for a week or something. Yeah. It's their sister school or whatever. Yeah. And then they arrive on a bus. Well, I mean, that's later, but... Yeah. I'm just saying, like, did they take a bus from Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> they probably took it from the airport. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, wait, no, I'm sorry. What I just said was crazy. They did not come straight to school from the airport. They probably took it <laughs> from, from the whatever hotel? hotel they're being put up at. <laughs> like, it's crazy that they're going to a high school in America anyway. It's like, true. Like, why not it's elsewhere true. in Brazil? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, oh, maybe they pay for this with the Squirkle money, though. Uh, that's just another reason to hate Squirkle. 
Well, because well, just because because Squirkle should have just like paid to get them to a different school in Brazil, not flown them here. Yeah, especially because none of them speak any English. So like, what are they getting out of being at school here for a week? I know, literally, like nothing. Yeah, it's a really contrived plot device, and it sucks. It sucks so bad. So then, um, it's a scene with Liam and Shane, and Shane comes up to like apologize for their fight. Um, mm-hmm. and Liam doesn't care about it, which, like, I can't remember why. I think he maybe, like, feels so bad for what he he's done mm-hmm. that he's like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's, this is, I, I really love this line because Shane was like, we haven't fought like that since I outed your G.I. Joes. Shane, I'm It's almost like whoever outed you did you a favor. And then, um, Liam's responding line, gung-ho and snow job were not gay. (laughs) Excuse me. But I, I just, I really love the idea of Shane as a child, like, having to take his outing energy out on G.I. Joe's. (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. Um, so basically... They're both single now because Shane and Pablo broke up. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Shane got tired of pretending to be a good person for three whole episodes. <laughs> and and Liam's mad at karma and um, Shane is like, okay, well, since we're both single, why don't we, like, get you a rebound? And Liam's like, no, I don't want to. He says, I've decided to bench my dong for the season. <laughs> Terrible. He's like, it needs to be punished for being so into karma. <laughs> God. Um, but their plans are foiled because the busload of Brazilians rolls up and they're all so sexy. Yeah. So this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole episode, it's like, oh, all Brazilians are really, really hot and they're also all, like, vapid and brainless. Mm-hmm. Like... None of them have any, like, real personalities. They're just there to be sexy, and it is garbage. (laughs) It's so garbage. And it's also, like, who, like, it just doesn't make any sense, like, as a premise for an episode. Yeah. The, I mean, the idea is, like, oh, everyone is gonna, like, be involved because there's these, like, sexy people in town, and so everyone's gonna have, like, this like, these dramatic storylines around how they're attracted to these people. But it's, like, I don't know. Just Even have... if they had to do that, which already it's not, like, a great premise, it's, like, did you have to do it on, like, an ethnic basis, you know? Yeah, could it have not been, like, I don't know, like, there's, like, a sports team or something, like... Yeah, like, a convention in town, yeah. like... It's like, yeah. people convention. <laughs> yeah, a hot people convention, you know. Uh-huh, I know, because I go every... <laughs> yeah, I always see you there. <laughs> Yeah, this is just, like, racist as hell, and then it's not helped by a lot of the characters being very racist in this episode. Yeah. It's also misogynist, I think. Like, I mean, not that they treat the Brazilian men any better, but I was really grossed out by how a lot of women in this episode were shown to just be, like, giggling sex dolls. You know, it really grossed me out. Yeah, it sucked. And the show doesn't usually do that, so it's like, come on, get your shit together. Yeah, this feels like... 
an episode of faking it from the universe, like, where it is what it seems like what it mm-hmm. is. That, that sentence didn't make sense, but, like, if, if I'd been, if I'd just seen the trailers and been like, oh, this show looks queer baby and gross, and then watched this episode, I would have been like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Although there is queer content in this episode. Anyway. It's, it's true. It's true. So, one thing I did like about this scene also is I love how much Shane hates karma. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> He's just like, I don't fucking understand why everyone is so into karma. He's like, are her <laughs> lips dusted with cocaine? <laughs> Honestly, that's the only ex. Well, no, it's not. But like, I understand why Amy likes karma. Yeah, I think Liam is just like he had like a feeling, and he's like, "This is the most amazing thing in the world" because I've never had feelings for a woman before. It's like, okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the next scene is in the cafeteria, and Lauren is upset because she can't get a salad, and they only have Brazilian food. Yeah, but she runs into the new guy. His name I've already forgotten again. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Theo. Theo, Theo, Theo. I'm gonna remember. Oh my god. <laughs> this scene. I do, this Theo's zero for two on introductions. I know. He's like, oh, are you the HBIC around here? And she's like, yes, but what does that mean? And he's like, it means head bitch in charge. And she's like, did you call me a bitch? And, and he's like, yeah, in a way that's like, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> And Lauren's, like, in a gay way. And he's like, well, yeah, but I'm not gay. <laughs> and it's and like, then, like, hits on her. Yeah, it's like, what? What is any of that? Buddy, this is a mess. <laughs> You're not good at this. No, it feels like a bad, like, improv scene. Yeah. Also in this scene, um, Principal Penelope asks Lauren to organize a carnival for mm-hmm. the Brazilian students. Mm-hmm. Lauren really doesn't want to do it. Um... Because she's very racist against Brazilians, I guess. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. I mean, she's, like, very, like, racist in this scene, very anti-immigration and xenophobic. Yeah. Like, she's like, they should just go back to their own country or they should assimilate. It's like, what the fuck? I know. I mean, I guess realistic for her character, but it sucked. Yeah. I was just like, Lauren, I was so close to liking you again. I also was uh, extremely offended in this scene because she told Penelope that she should straighten her hair. And, I know. <laughs> and I couldn't help but notice that Lauren's hair was lightly curled, so I was like, way to appropriate our culture <laughs> <laughs> while forbidding us from having it, the curly and wavy hair community. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So this part sucked. Um... Call back to Squirkle also, that the reason Lauren is put in charge is because she blackmailed Penelope into being, like, the social chair because she wanted to plan prom. All, so. all, all the other side, all the other, like, stuff aside, I did like that Penelope was like, well, if you want to be, like, the chair of the party committee or whatever, you have to do it. Like. Yeah. I wish that all the rest of the context for that was gone, but, like. <sighs> That was a good move. I, I really enjoy how obviously biased Penelope is all the time. Yeah. Like, against Lauren. <laughs> yeah, and she loves Karma and Amy. Yeah. Which is why it was strange in this episode, like, it felt weird that she didn't care that they broke up. Um, I guess maybe the show just didn't want to deal with doing that exact same storyline again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so basically then Karma and Amy are in the cafeteria getting lunch, 
and um I mean we're still in the cafeteria and um (laughs) karma is like pissed off because no one noticed that they broke up and she's like what the hell (laughs) we're supposed to be special um and then Amy reaches for like the last cup of coconut flan and this like beautiful Brazilian girl Mm -hmm. also reaches for it and there's like this shot of her with like her hair blowing in the wind and Amy's like really smitten Mm -hmm. and so Karma's like oh you guys should share the flan and they go off to eat flan together Mm -hmm. I did think Karma in this episode relentlessly trying to hook Amy up with people was kind of funny even though it's terrible um yeah I I just enjoyed Karma being Karma if that makes sense yes absolutely Shane is like outside on the lawn of their school like in a bathing suit with, like, a hot guy that he's oiling up, and then, like, two hot girls, um, and he basically, like, tries to call Liam over to, like, be, like, come, like, seduce these girls or whatever. Um, I did- This is so fucking gross. Yeah. The only thing I liked about it was that that guy looked 35, and it was very funny to me. (laughs) He did? Like, just that they weren't even trying to hide that these are, like, adult actors. (laughs) Which is good, because they were objectifying all of them intensely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was disgusting. Like, Shane basically, like, literally treating the women like objects. Uh Like, he's like, Liam, oh, if you want to feel better, take the green pill or the pink one, because they're wearing green and pink bikinis. Uh Like, disgusting. And, like, it's like, Shane, just because you're gay, like, you can't talk about women that way, you know? Exactly. It's gross. And then they did a really gross joke where, like... Oh my god. Yeah. Where, like, uh, Shane is like, ooh, you should, like, put sunscreen on them and hands in the sunscreen, and then Liam, like, squirts it all over their backs, and it's a cum joke. Get it? Yeah. I wrote down, Liam prematurely ejaculates sunscreen on their backs. Who the fuck wrote this episode? (laughs) Literally. Like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah. Um, then we go to, uh, Karma talking to Amy about her lunch with the Brazilian girl, mm-hmm. whose name is Fabiana, um, and Karma's like, oh, you guys had a meet cute, it's just like a rom-com, like, it's, you guys are definitely gonna hook up, or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you're gonna fall in love with her, because <laughs> Karma, like, is just trying to push any attention that Amy's putting on her onto someone else, basically. Yeah, um, and she's like... You should go to the carnival together, and I'll come and translate for you. It's like, I'll be your C-3PO, and then she does a little C-3PO impression, which I thought was cute. That was really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I also enjoy that Karma speaks Portuguese for no reason. Yeah, and, like, according to my knowledge of languages, like, I thought she spoke it pretty well. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like something that they had just pulled out, um, like, you know, like, the actor wasn't mm-hmm. just, like, learning lines phonetically and, like, doing a shitty job. Yeah, maybe Rita Folk, like, speaks Portuguese? I don't know. I don't know. Then, um, Karma tries to... Oh, wait, no, they run into the... Hmm. The guy. Yes, they run into the guy. Um, and Amy has the same, like, smitten moment of looking at him. Um. Yeah. And at first, Karma's trying to hit on him. Um, but then Amy's like, I saw him first. And then... Karma is trying to curl Amy's eyelashes. Um, yeah, they're getting ready for Carnival. Yes. Um, and Karma's, like, basically trying to get Amy to explain to her, like, you know, is she a lesbian now? Is she still attracted to men? 
first of all, like, Karma doesn't understand that bisexuality is a thing. Mm-hmm. But also, like, just, it's, like, so annoying to question lesbians like this. It's so annoying. I mean, yeah. I kind of got it from, like, Karma, especially with her best friend. Um, yeah. And, like, she's she's super concerned with Amy in this episode. Um. Also, like... The, okay, so the line that Amy says about her sexuality is, sometimes my body reacts to guys even when my brain doesn't want it to. Which, like, again, there's sort of a lot of evidence either way for Amy being bi or Amy being, like, a confused lesbian. Mm-hmm. But this line was so relatable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just relate to Amy's sexuality journey so much. Um, and not, like, for me now, because now I'm really not interested in men at all. Mm-hmm. But for, like, me as a teenager. Yeah. Like, when you have, like, teenage hormones, a lot of the times you have, like, a lot more physical attraction, and that can, like, not um, match up with your, like, mental and emotional experience of attraction. So then, like, basically just because I'm really projecting on Amy, but I was like, oh my god, this is so much my, like, teen lesbian experience. Yeah, I mean, like, she's pretty explicitly saying that she doesn't actually want to be attracted to men, which, like... Yeah. (laughs) You know... Yeah. That, you know, there's 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 a lot of things that can be said about that, but, like, to me it really sounded like she's, she, you know, she's 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 never really liked the idea of dating a guy. Like, Mm-mm. even back when she thought she was straight, she just thought she was, like, weird because she didn't want to date any guys. <laughs> Which, like, again. Exactly. Is- exactly. And even if you have some moments of, like, physical attraction, like, mm-hmm. if you are not interested in being with men and don't pursue relationships with them and are uncomfortable thinking about pursuing any, like, romantic or sexual content with them, like, that's a lesbian, you know? Or rather, it's valid to call yourself a lesbian. Yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Mm -hmm. But Karma's like, oh, does that mean that you can see yourself having sex with a guy? And, of course, Amy thinks about how she slept with Liam. I felt really sad for Amy there. I know. Because, like... In some ways, it was a decision that she made, but also, like, I don't know, so much of it sort of, I just felt bad for her. Yeah. Um, I was mentioning this yesterday when we had our little, like, faking it watch party, but when we watched, like, all of season one back-to-back, like, all in a row, then that decision made a little bit more sense to me and, like, seemed less to me, like, something that they had come up with, um, just as something contrived Mm -hmm. for, like, a dramatic plot twist. Because through all of season one, she has this pattern of, like, lashing out when she's upset in a Mm -hmm. way that's, like, just blowing everything up. Yeah. Like, just making the worst possible decision to ruin everything because she's upset about something. And Karma even, like, cautions her about it and notices it and is like, hey, don't do this because you always feel worse after you do this. But she always does it, so. Yeah. Poor Amy. hmm She needs to work on some stuff. But yeah, Karma's like, oh, you know, you've just doubled your chances for love if you're interested in both men and women. Which is a very Karma take on things. <laughs> yep. Okay, so then it's the carnival. Uh-huh. Which Lauren is... Uh, decided to turn into a carnival, like a traditional, like American carnival, as opposed to carnival, which is what Principal right. Penelope had in mind. And she's right. just very straight up, like weird and racist. Yes, she, like when people enter, she goes, 
Welcome to America. We hope you enjoy your visit, but not too much because you can't stay. Like, what the fuck? I know. Like, I get it. She's a Texas young Republican. It's just, like, irritating to see it. Whatever. It's fine. She can Mm -hmm. have flaws as a character. Yeah. I don't know. It just, like... I guess it kind of makes sense because, like, there's the whole theme in this episode of she just, like, doesn't really know how to let herself be happy. And she has mm-hmm. to find something to be mad about. Mm-hmm. But, like, this just is not a, like, a valid thing. <laughs> like, in the first um, couple episodes, they had her be... Or the first episode, really, they had her be pretty homophobic. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like they rehabilitated that really quickly because they realized that it made the character unlikable. And they, like, gave her... Her best friend is gay. Mm-hmm. And so they had her be like, okay, actually... Actually, she is cool with gay people. She just really hates the school, Mm -hmm. you know, and really hates, like, Lauren at the beginning. Or not Lauren, Amy. Yeah. At the beginning. And so, like, um, but so then after that, after they kind of, like, walked that back to see them be like, but she is really racist. It's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make that much sense because, like, going back to Pablo, like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Pablo. Exactly. Like, her best friend isn't, like, a white gay dude, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so then, um, there's, like, another little moment with Theo here. It's, like, not really important. But, um, <laughs> then, uh, Amy goes to, like, try to get to know Fabiana, and Karma's translating for them. Incredibly predictable that Karma starts mistranslating to try to get Amy to like Fabiana more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was very funny, like... She knows exactly what to say to make somebody, uh, to make Amy like someone. Which is <laughs> exactly. just like, she knows her very well. She would know exactly what to say if she were trying to go on a date with Amy. <laughs> yeah, like, Amy asks what Fabiana wants to be when she grows up, and Fabiana says a dental hygienist, and Karma's like, oh, she said she wants to make documentaries that will change the way people see the world. <laughs> And Amy's lo- like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amy loves documentaries, which is endearing. Basically, Karma's just, like, really overbearing. Like, she scares Fab- Fabiana off by, like, trying to take over the flirting, basically. Yeah. And then she does the exact same thing with uh, the guy whose name is Manolo, I think. Um, yeah, that's right. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Manolo. <laughs> I remember his name, so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. And, like, you know, Amy tries to get to know Manolo, and Karma's like, oh, this is going really well, um, and, like, makes them get on the Ferris wheel together. And he freaks out so much on the Ferris wheel that he has, like, a panic attack and has to be, let, like, taken away on a stretcher. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Just the over-the-topness of it. Um, and meanwhile, Shane is trying to hook Liam up with some random Brazilian girl. I was going to say there's a really weird bit here because he justifies it by being like, oh, I'm trying to hit on this Brazilian guy, but he's like, keeps hanging out with his cousin, you know, Brazilians and their cousins. I'm like, what does that mean? It's like, obviously just him trying to like, um, get Liam to hang out with this hot girl. Yeah. It's like the obvious theme that, um, very unsubtle that both Shane and Karma are trying to push their best friends into romantic situations, but... Like, it's really more for their own good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Karma just wants Amy to move on from her. I think Karma does genuinely, like, care about Amy's happiness, but she wants the awkward situation of Amy being in love with her to be resolved, so she wants Amy to be with someone else. Exactly. And then I was trying to figure out why Shane was so into um, getting Liam hooked up with someone, and I think what it turned out to be at the end is that he wanted to get Liam to admit that he was still hung up on karma, so he kept, like, pushing other girls at him so that Liam would, like, have to justify why he didn't want to be with them. I thought it was just he didn't like karma. That too, but like at that, like when Liam does admit that he's hung up on Karma, Shane is like, "Oh my god, finally!" So mm-hmm. that's true. I also wondered if there was an element of him like sublimating his guilt as well that he helped Liam get into the Karma situation because um, he didn't tell him that Karma yeah. was faking it. Yeah, he's trying to like be extra super on Liam's side. Yeah, um, exactly. So then, um, Amy basically pours her heart out to Fabiana, who comes back, um, even though mm-hmm. she can't understand her. And I was like, "Oh, Amy. I know. This, yeah, this scene moved me. Mm-hmm. Even in the middle of this shit show of an episode. Yeah. And then Fabiana's like, should we make out now? And then they just make out. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, all right. I'm glad that Amy got that, because she was really sad. Yeah. So then, this is my favorite scene of the episode. Um, because Karma's, like, watching Fabiana and Amy kiss. Um, Mm -hmm. and first of all, she's, like, super interested in it. She's watching them with binoculars, which I thought was very funny. And then also, like, she's happy at first, but then her face falls a little. Mm -hmm. Um, which I was like, ooh, interesting. What's upsetting to you yeah, about that? I noticed that too. Like, at first she's really excited, and then she seems, like, conflicted about it. She's like, wait. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. Shane shows up to talk to her. <laughs> um, you know I love this part. Uh, <laughs> I also love this part. Um, but Shane is basically like, I can't understand why my two favorite people fell for you, which I thought was so cute. I know. I was so happy that Amy like made the list of his favorite people. I know. That was adorable. That's adorable. Like they're 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 legit good friends. Yeah, I'm happy for both of them. Um, and then, <laughs> and then Shane is like, I don't, you know, I don't get uh what people like about you, and then leans forward and and kisses Karma just to see like what the big deal is. And he's like, Yeah, I still don't get it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. The, it was really fun. It's it's very funny. And just Karma's face afterwards was, was very funny, too. Because <laughs> she doesn't hate it or anything. She's mostly just confused. Yeah. This is like, I mean, this is my fucking problematic shipping opinions that I think it would be really fucking funny if at some point during the run of the show... Um, Karma and Shane had had, like, an ill-advised hookup the way that Liam and Amy did. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, yes, obviously neither of them is, like, into each other, and obviously Shane is gay. I just think it'd be funny if they, like, tried it. (laughs) Yeah, because it would just be such a disaster. I can't wait till that... Exactly. ...the episode where they try to date the same person. Yes. God, it's so good. 
Um, just the way that they, like, play off each other is really, really fun to me. And I, I really enjoy how, like, disproportionately Shane hates her. <laughs> yeah. And so then she, like, responds to that by also hating Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've done a really good job with, like, the characters here. Like, the four main characters. Like, the way that they're all connected. Like, mm-hmm. two sets of best friends. And then the the sort of little, like, love triangle there is, like, it, it works really well. Yeah, and, like, Amy is kind of awkward with Liam because this because of this thing, and um, Shane hates karma, and, like, <laughs> it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also this scene that we didn't talk about yet between Lauren and Theo. Right. <laughs> where uh, he's, like, running one of the carnival games, and she, like, comes up and is mad at him for, like, not doing it right or whatever and um he's like oh like everyone here is having fun except you like you should just relax and have fun but he's like oh you know i bet you'd be even prettier if you smiled um which is a line that sucks but it seems to make lauren happy yeah, so it makes her smile a little bit, and then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was right. So then she's kind of like, oh, this guy thinks I'm cute, which, like, their interactions so far have not been, like, good. <laughs> like, I don't like... really understand what she is, like, what she likes about him so far, but okay, whatever. I mean, he's been, like, sort of, like, friendly slash slightly hitting on her the whole time, and she's just been relentlessly mean for no reason. And, like, yeah. I think I think the point of it is that she's so defensive and she just assumes everybody's coming from a position of hating her. Um, yeah. And that she's surprised that, like, he seems genuinely interested in her having a good time. Yeah. Um, although, That's like, true. I have a little bit less sympathy for her, like, assuming everyone hates her because she constantly does things to make people hate her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I'm just, like, waiting for this romance to click in a way that makes sense to me, you know? Yeah. He's so much taller than her. She's so small. I wrote that down, like, three times. Like, Lauren is tiny. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, he's, like, huge. Yeah. His height is only matched by the length of his eyelashes. (laughs) Um, like, honestly, strong choice to pair Lauren with someone who's really tall, because... The size difference is really delightful to watch. Yeah. She's so small. She's so small and powerful. <laughs> so then I think it's the scene where Karma and Amy talk to each other afterwards, yeah. right? Yep. I think Amy's like, yeah, you know, we made out, but then when I tried to, like, touch her, my hands got covered in fake tan. I was like, all right. I guess that's yeah. just, like, a metaphor for, like... They don't actually have that much of a connection. Yeah, but it's still, like, yet again another, like, shitty stereotype about Brazilians. It just sucks. It does just suck. Um, The whole thing that's like, oh, she's actually, like, kind of too vapid for Amy. Like, she doesn't care about social issues. She just wants to be a dental hygienist, and she just wants to, like, make out. It's like, all right, I get it. It's, like, a really nice, like, stable career. Like... Right. I re- I I want to I I respect Fabiana and I want to I want her to achieve her dreams. I do too. And also it does seem like 
the only thing that she wanted from Amy was to make out. So it's like, okay, she, like, they both got what they wanted out of that interaction, you know? Yeah. But Karma apologizes a little bit for, like, trying to rush Amy into another romance and says the line, um, I never thought that the way I loved you wouldn't be enough. Um, which was like, oh, my heart. Yeah, this was the best scene of the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then Karma says, you deserve someone who makes you happy. And Amy says, you make me happy. Aww. And she was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it made me emotional. They do love each they other love each so other. much is the thing. Yeah. And then, like, to kind of get Karma back for being so much all evening, um, Amy drags her onto the Ferris wheel and they, like, go around the Ferris wheel a bunch of times while Karma's cute. yelling. Yeah. Um, oh, because she's scared of heights. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I just we just watched the first episode again yesterday, and I just made this connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, And then the last scene is between Shane and Liam, mm-hmm. where <sighs> Shane is, or Shane is like, oh, why didn't you hook up with this Brazilian girl? And Liam's like, okay, fine, I am hung up, hung up on karma. And Shane's like, you should just forgive her and, like, give it another shot. Um, mm-hmm. and Liam's like, but it's not, I, I have forgiven her. It's like me who has done something bad, um, and tells Shane that he slept with Amy. Yeah. <sighs> it was satisfying to hear him say it to someone, even though they still need to tell Karma. Yeah. Well, I mean, he told Shane, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it'll come out in the next 30 seconds. Yeah. I can't remember how long Shane actually holds on to that one. Um, but, yeah, that's it for this, probably my least favorite episode of Faking It. (laughs) Yeah, the only other thing is that during the preview for next week's episode, I could not help but notice that Laverne Cox is in it, which made me really excited. Yes, I think the next, I remember really liking the next week's episode. Um, Yeah. But we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, this episode pretty much sucked. Um, should we go into a segment? Yeah. Bad decision of the week. Uh, this one was hard. Um, I guess I would say, like, karma trying to sort of, like, I, I guess the word is sabotage, but, like, positively sabotage all of Amy's interactions with these people by mistranslating. Yeah. yeah. That was mine as well. Like, just karma um, being so overbearing. Mm-hmm. It's just so typically karma, and it's, like, she keeps having these moments where she's, like, oh, I've learned that I have to not be like this, but then continuing to be like this, so. Yeah. And then best pop culture reference um, I had when Amy goes, my life is not a rom-com. I can barely stand watching them. And karma's, like, well, what about Pitch Perfect? And Amy's, like, I like the songs and the vaguely feminist message. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. (laughs) (laughs) that's basically exactly how I feel about Pitch Perfect yeah exactly (laughs) the best thing out of this episode was like a sort of lukewarm uh, uh, Pitch Perfect take (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) cleverest insults Um, so this one was like not really an insult I mean it kind of was it's kind of a backhanded insult um but it's when um, Liam is talking about how he has to bench his dong. 
Um, and he says, um, I think celibacy would be the best route. Um, and Shane is like, all celibacy seems to lead to is really long, incoherent speeches about wolves. <laughs> that was really funny. Great dunk on Pablo um, I there. had, <laughs> um, when Karma, like, sees Liam flirting with the Brazilian girl, she kind of comes over, she, like, translates a line that the girl said for Liam, and Liam's like, oh, sorry. And then Shane is like, oh, no, Karma's messing up this, like, date that I set Liam up on. So Shane comes over and he goes, oh, Karma, there you are. You know, Lauren's looking for someone full of hot air to help blow up the balloons. (laughs) (laughs) Then line least likely to be said by a real human person. Uh, Okay, so mine was when Shane is talking about breaking up with Pablo and he says, I didn't even get a parting Pablo-y. Yeah, I wrote that down too as well as the I've decided to bench my dong. Um, line. That whole conversation was just kind of a gold mine. Yeah. Um, honorary mention to when Shane's trying to get Liam to hang out with this girl, and he's, like, trying to talk about, like, how ugly she is so that Liam won't think that he's trying to set them up. And he goes, she's no Giselle, so there's zero chance you'll be bunchening in your pants. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who sucks the most slash current worst person award? Definitely Lauren. Yeah, um, I had Lauren as well. No question. Lauren for her, like, like, this. you're on, like, a teen drama, Lauren. Like, I shouldn't even have to be criticizing you for your anti-immigration stance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, also, she was on such a, like, golden run. Like, we, we were so on Team Lauren. <laughs> she just, like... She also made Layla wear, like, a really appropriate, like, Native American costume. Like, everything was so bad. Lauren, just stop it. I'm going to spray her with a water bottle. It really goes to show, like, how how much we're not seeing from the fact that, like, all the main characters are white. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... This is, like, your friend that, like, you don't realize is racist until you, like, hang out with your non-white friends mm. and introduce them, and then you're like, holy fuck! <laughs> Yikes. Oof. Well, this was an episode. <laughs> yeah. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it gets better from here on out, but I don't, don't hold me to that. This episode was bad, but at least we got gung-ho and snow job, the names of Liam's G.I. Joe's. Yes. I mean, does that apply, like, that they were friends, like, as kids? Because I really love that. That's so cute. I do still really like their friendship. Yeah. Their friendship was a good part of this episode. Yeah. And Amy and Karma's friendship was good, too. Yeah. Good friendship, bad racism. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so with that summary, um, that's all we have to say about Lust in Translation. So thanks for listening in. If you want more of us, you can follow us on Twitter at Hot Taking It or send us an email at hottakingit at gmail.com. Uh, my personal Twitter is at magpilena. My personal Twitter is at kismetnemesis. Um, and I'm Alex, and whoa. I'm Lainey, and I know. <laughs> <laughs>